the Leah McSweeney Show. Episode 21 of the Leah McSweeney Show. And my guest today is Aria Hughes. She is the editorial creative director of Complex, formerly of WWD. And like you've had just an amazing kind of like career. Can you just quickly like go into it a little and how you ended up at Complex as the editorial creative director and what that means exactly? So I always knew I wanted to be a journalist and live in New York. Um, So I went to University of Maryland at College Park, studied journalism, knew that I wanted to work in fashion journalism, moved to New York after I graduated, had an internship at Nylon. What year was this? Not that I'm trying to figure out how old you are. I want to know when I was doing mob, like what? 2009. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So wow. that was like the height of mob. Yeah, it really and, was. And that's when I was introduced to Leah. I don't even know what I went to a panel and you were speaking on it. And I don't even know wonder, where it was. Wait, or what was it, it was with about. Vashti and like DMX's wife? Because that was a weird one. I don't think it was. Uh, wasn't that one? That was at NYU. I don't think, or maybe it was. Oh, I know. I only remember you. I'll be honest, because I was just like, "Who is this girl?" I just was so I was entranced. I was like, "She's so interesting." And then I like started learning about Mob more. Yeah. And then I started reading the blog. Oh my god, were and you I reading thought, the I, Mob blog? I would read Tabitha's her Friday night or her the blog that went up on Fridays. Yes. Religiously, yes. I thought it was so well written. I would read the blog for anyone that doesn't know, because I feel like a lot of my listeners are like newer people who like know me from like Roni or whatever. Mm-hmm. But of course, they know Mary's mom. But I had a blog. I mean, this was in the days of the blogs. Yes. Um, and Tabitha McGurr, who is like an old friend, she's like a little sister to me. She worked for Mob, and she's an amazing, amazing writer. Mm-hmm. And she had this. We had a blog that mm-hmm. she would write, and it became kind of a cult like. Mm-hmm. People were were reading it from all over the world, you know? I loved her blog. Yeah. And I love the site in general. I just thought she always had really great reference images. It yeah. was just fun. And I'm I was I've always been obsessed with all things New York. Yeah. So that was like <laughs> another entry point for me. Because it was like a window into for sure. a New Yorker, a New York exactly. girl's life. Right? Like a downtown girl downtown cool working, girl. Yeah. running a business. Yeah. Um, raising a child yeah. and like this really cool crew. So I was like fascinated. Um, but anyways, and then eventually I got a job at a company called WGSN, mm-hmm. which is a trend yep. forecasting service. Then I hopped to WWD covering men. Remember that. And that's when I think we had our real introduction because I did the story about women in streetwear. Yes. And it had that illustration of like you from the back and yeah. like entering with a room of full of men. Oh my God, that was such a freaking yeah. good one. Wasn't that a good illustration? That was a great illustration. Yeah. And then I went over to Complex to be the deputy style editor. Okay. And then this position opened up. And at first I was like, no, not interested. <laughs> but. I was just at a point where I was like, let me do it before I have a boss I don't like. <laughs> so I just went for it. And yeah, now I've been in the position for like a year and a half, almost two years. Is Mark Echo still? He's, he's what, not involved. Okay. Um, I wish he was. I know. He's, he's like an icon. He is an icon. Yeah, he's an icon. He's a hot icon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You, you've always he's had a crush a, on him, right? I mean, how could you not? He's like so cute he's like super paid <laughs> he's also very smart which he's is like so smart he has on. great taste yeah. he's into the same things i'm into yeah. i mean holler just kidding no 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 he's i'm not he's married, he married? So i don't know, I don't know if he is anymore. Uh, okay. but he you know he he we had a c- couple conversations where he was very helpful and yeah. like introduced me to some people when i was going through it with married to the mob yeah and he's kind of like I don't want to say the godfather of like streamer, but he's been doing it for so long. For sure. You for know, sure. for so long. Yeah. And he's a visionary. So, yeah. yeah, I've been wanting to have a conversation with him, but it just hasn't happened. I Do mean, it. I know. I Tell need him to. I said hi. I will. I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm at Complex just trying to make cool things happen. You are making cool things happen. Thank you, Leah. Where do we think? It. It's funny because I haven't really talked about like streetwear or fashion much on the podcast except yeah. for with... Bobby hundreds came on. I watched a little on, bit of that episode, yeah, and that was fun. Yeah. And we talked about how he made that shirt that said "Pharrell can't skate." Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, do you remember that? That I shirt. I don't remember that. Okay. but what a full circle moment. That wow. was like a big like moment, like in streetwear. Mm-hmm. Where do you think 
I mean, you like cover streetwear. Like where, what is happening with streetwear right now? What, like, where is, I don't know anything anymore about any, I shit, I swear to <laughs> God, I don't. Like my, I'm not cool at all. Yeah. My daughter's cool. I learned things from her. Yeah. It's in a weird spot. Some people have called it like purgatory. Ooh. Where it's just kind of like, no one really knows where to go. Um, and I think some of that has to do with Virgil. Virgil. Yeah. Him being like. He was everyone's North Star. Yeah. And like he shaped the way streetwear was going. Yeah. Right? Like the future of it. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of like, well, without him, how do we know where to go? Right. Yeah. And like Pharrell stepping in. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That maybe that's great for Louis Vuitton, but Virgil was so much more than Louis Vuitton yes. for so many other people. Yes. Maybe to some people they only really knew him through that, yeah, and like high fashion, whatever. But like for the streetwear world and like the that community, he was much more. He was much more than Louis Vuitton, right? Yeah, and he was also so tapped in, and I think he felt like a personal responsibility to help everybody. Well, that was clear after yeah. he passed away yeah. and everyone was kind of putting out their text messages mm -hmm. between him. I was like, wow, I'm not special. He texted everyone back so quickly, <laughs> you know, like but yes. that just shows like this yeah. man who was like dealing, fighting for his life, mm -hmm. still running multiple companies, mm -hmm. was also trying to help everyone with their career. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He definitely, I never, I don't know, I don't, I don't know him personally. We met at a dinner once. Um, but I never got to interview him um, That's or a have, I know, an extensive conversation. But yeah, especially after he passed, it feels like he was selfless in a lot of ways, um, which obviously has his pros and cons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think people are trying to figure out where to go next um, and where that is. I'm not exactly sure, mm. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't either. How do you because feel I'm about not it? You know, I um, I feel like th there's a few brands that I um, that I like, like Pleasures. Mm. I like this brand, Praying. Mm. Have you seen mm -mm. their stuff? But it's very like, um, it's not like antisocial social club, but it's like that emo nihilistic mm. kind of. I feel like streetwear mm -hmm. is in this like nihilistic, like you're saying purgatory, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But isn't that because we're kind of in a nihilistic yeah. like, like time? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we like, you know, had just lived through a fucking like global pandemic. Yeah. Like, like our country's fucked on so many levels. The world <laughs> is fucked on so many levels. And I don't know. I mean, maybe we're supposed to be more hopeful, but I feel like younger people, like what our 9-11 was, uh, the mm. pandemic was for them. Yeah. And I know for me, after 9-11, I was very nihilistic. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, the towers are gone. Mm -hmm. We're never seeing that fucking skyline. There's thousands of dead bodies that are fucking, like, crushed into yeah. the cement. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, seriously. Like, yeah. I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of people in our city are now directly affected and have lost loved ones. Yeah. And, like, nothing's ever going to be the same. So I feel like younger people who are starting brands, well, what kind of perspective do they have right now? Yeah. It's not fucking happy-go-lucky. Like, you know, it's, like, fuck the world. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, just wanting to kind of, like... And also, what stores are there right now? Well, what? that's the that's <laughs> a big issue, I feel like, especially in New York. Um, There's nowhere to... Opening ceremony was always my go-to. Yeah. Dover Street Market's too far away. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not going all the way up there. <laughs> like, get why could they have? The way. Why couldn't they have opened up below 14th Street and not all the way on the east side? I'm sorry. It's just so out of the fucking way. Yeah, it is. It is weird. A beautiful building, mm -hmm. beautiful store, mm -hmm. weird location, mm -hmm. very mm -hmm. weird location. Mm -hmm. I just don't know. There's no Colette in Paris. There's no. Mm -hmm. Where do you shop? Like, where you know? Where do people shop? My daughter shops on. All it's all used secondhand stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. And I feel like does she go to any of the little shops in Lower East Side? There's so many like vintage. Um, yeah, she does all the vintage yeah. stuff. Like she won't buy anything new. Like I came home yesterday and there's these like clog Birkenstocks. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, these are, you know, cool. Where'd you get these? And she's like, Oh, I bought them off my friend for 20 bucks, but they're fake. I'm like, <laughs> and she's like, You just have to get some crazy glue to put the buckle back on. <laughs> 
I'm like, I just would rather go buy some real Burks that yeah. like feel good on my feet. And thank you for saving me like $80, I guess. I'll wear them sometimes. But right. yeah, she likes buying secondhand stuff. Yeah. I don't really like doing that that much. Well, you go to what's this called? You what? wear vintage for shoots. Yeah, no, I, no, I, yeah, I did, I did like vintage stuff, but more like, like secondhand, like Chanel, right? It, or something it, like it, that. It, like she's it. buying like $2 at Hardy hats. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're definitely, I mean, with like grilled and stock X and all of that, it's just training them to buy secondhand, which could be a good thing. Yeah, it could be. My friend just sent me like a $900 vintage delight t-shirt. Beautiful, not buying it though. Okay, I was gonna say um, you're gonna buy it. I'm not buying a nine hundred dollar t shirt. I have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> where do you think music is in terms of relating to streetwear? Oh, that's a good question. Um well, like, cause look what Ice Spice is wearing, right? Yeah. Also. Yeah. And she I love how okay, so Marissa Pelly was her is her stylist yes. wh- who's like putting her in a lot of like New York centric stuff because mm-hmm. she's also from New York. I love how she dressed her because it felt very like true to who she was, yes, but still a little elevated. Yep, and like it's like this young girl who was used to wearing cutoffs and Air Force Ones and a tube mm-hmm. top, mm-hmm. similar to you. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, um, and then now she's like learning about designers yep. and getting her like Louis Vuitton Murakami bag, and it's just so cute. It's fun to watch. That's like yeah, it's like celebrity has kind of taken over everything. I know. In a lot of ways. And do you like Ice Spice? I love her. I love her too. I love her. I was and just listening to her like on the way here. I'm like, is it, I'm like, is it, a, is it like weird how much I love her? I'm like, I really love her. I mean, I could easily see her in a mob campaign. Like she's, 100%, she's a made mob for, girl. She's a mob yeah, girl. She's a mob girl. She's a fucking through. mob girl. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I saw her at GovBall. Okay. And I mean, she's just everything. Yeah, and there's so much hate towards her. I guess that's difficult. Of course. Of course there is. She's like a fly fucking girl who's like saying like, eat my pussy. Like, you're a munch. Like, of course. (laughs) Like, like, your girl is a bum to me. You know, like, she's, when when a woman is owning her sexuality like that, we see it time and time again. That people like do not like it. How do you think they're hating on her with with performance skills or what? Yeah, I think they like take a lot of agency away from her. Mm. Well, for one, you could tell she works very hard. Absolutely. So that that's that. And I just I always respect someone who works hard. Yeah. But secondly, I think she's way more talented than people give her credit for. Yeah. Um, Are they trying to say that her producer is like doing? I mean, they always do this with women. It's like, yeah, I just think they just try to say she's a passing fad and she's not that great and she's not that great of a rapper and, you know, da da da. But I just feel like she, for one, a lot of these artists come out and they're sampling songs. Mm -hmm. So they don't have an original sound. Right. I feel like she's developed an original sound with Mm -hmm. her producer, Riot, Mm -hmm. which to me, it's a sound that people like and gravitate towards. That's a huge win. Um, and then I also just think she's consistent. Like she's consistently dropping songs that people like yeah. and want to hear. Um, I went to see Barbie and at oh, the yeah. end of Barbie, mm-hmm. um, and I went in Harlem and the Barbie girl song played for one, it sounded amazing in the theater, but all the little girls were rapping the song. So they're like, I'm bad like the Barbie. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think she's super talented and and I I think she's going to be here longer than people think. I think she is too. Yeah. Where's Cardi? It seems like she's just dropping her features. Yeah. And those are doing really well. I think she is working on an album. I'd love another Cardi album. Oh, me too. I love Cardi. I She um There isn't really a female rapper that I don't love because really? I I honestly and I don't know if it's because like well, okay. I'm well, gonna how do you feel about Nikki? Okay, I'm going to be honest here. Let me be really honest. I don't want, like, the barbs or whatever they're called coming for me, okay? But she's probably my least favorite, okay. Nicki Minaj. And yeah. not because of her music or what. I just, it's the little Kim beef, of course. Oh, yes. You're a little Kim loyalist. I am a little Kim loyalist, yes. like, for life, forever. Yes. And, you know, but then I also am, like, maybe... You know, there's been like the ways that she's like talked to fans and the yeah. way that she's treated people, and but it's also like 
maybe she had to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like maybe like I don't know what it's like to be in her position mm-hmm. and like probably have to deal with so much bullshit all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. you know. And I watched a clip of her recently where I was like, okay, I think I understand her a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to Joe Budden. Okay. Oh, yeah. And and what's his name? And she was yelling at him, I think. Yeah. I can't remember what exactly Rory it was about. Rory. And, yeah. She like cussed him out because he was making fun of. Well, he tried to imply that she said that she never did drugs. Oh. Didn't she say, wasn't that it? And she was I like, was, I thought it was, no, you're probably right. Cause she, maybe I'm not remembering. Cause yeah. Go ahead. I thought it was something like she was saying like something like, he he was making he was making fun of a mental health thing and then she went off on him but I could be okay. totally wrong yeah. but in that moment whatever it was I was like oh I'm on her side completely yeah so you were talking about that New York rap list that we did yes and you know while I know that the world is sexist and a lot of men are misogynistic for some reason that list and the commentary around it oh what was the commentary you know. People were mad that Jay-Z was number one and not Nas, but <laughs> which I don't care well, about. Well, people like, are, of course, going to be like, yes, people have their favorites, have their favorites and whatever. But a, but a lot of this stuff, I don't know. I felt like I was really honing in on like what they were saying about women. And obviously, Ice Spice was number 50 on the list, and they had such a problem with that. No, I thought that that was powerful, though. It's better than being number 47. Right. Because it's 50. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to remember that la- the number right. 50 and the number one. Right. And not the... In the middle, yeah. like kind of. Yes. So, and also she just started. Like and her last year has been so quick, and she's had a lot of impact, right? In a short amount of time, more impact than a lot of people on that list. Some of them who are higher than her. Oh, of course. So, but it's just like with men, I realize just the way they were responding to the placement of the women on the list, and it's like just because it's like it's not made for you. So you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not made, it's not made to stroke your ego. So right. you don't like it and you yeah. think it's invalid. And I'm just like, if I'm noticing this from an observational level, from tweets and right. comments and right. stuff like that, I can only ima- imagine what it feels like being a woman representing this in that industry. Right. So d- meaning Nikki, what Nikki yes. has to fucking deal with. Nikki, exactly. Yeah. Like on All a daily basis. And I mean, I've posted before, like, that clip Nikki did years ago, it was like an MTV special documentary where she was like, it was about pickle juice. And she was like, if I accepted the pickle juice, they'd be giving me pickle juice. And Mm. she talked about like the balance of like having to be sexy, having to be cute, having to be nice and not being a bitch. And she's like, I'm tired. I can't do Mm. all of that. I love that. So I do have a lot of empathy for her. I get why people feel the way they do. Right. I just think she's like insanely talented. She is. So entertaining. Yep. Like, if someone needs a show, it's her. Totally. God, I could watch her all day, yeah. to be honest. But, um, yeah, I wish her well. But, yeah, it seems like she's working on new music. Okay, great. Yeah. And little Kim. Well, you, oh, my God. Right. Well, we love her. She's just, her book's coming out soon. I, cannot, I know. And Kathy Ionsley yes. wrote it. I can't wait to read it. Me too. I'm ready for her press run. I'm ready for her to come on the show. Yes, little Kim, come, please. Um, I got I to sit that. next to her at the Christian Siriano show like oh, a couple really? years ago. Okay. And it was just like, I don't need to go to Fashion Week ever again. Yeah. yeah. What am I, unless I'm going to sit next to little Kim. For sure. Why do I need to go anywhere else? I'm yeah. done. She, I wrote her blurb for the Hip Hop 50th. and. Whenever I do that, I just look at old footage and just, she's just such a force. She really Such a star yep. and didn't have to try hard. No, not at all. Like, at all. And I really feel like she was one of the first, like, women. Well, it was her and Misa Hilton, of course. Yes. But, like, in terms of, like, mixing, like, high and low. Yes. They were doing that first. Like, yes. anyone, like, I learned that from them. Yes. And, like, you know, like, everyone learned it from them, even yes. if they didn't know that it was, like, Misa Hilton, like, helping, like little Kim dress like that. That's, I remember seeing, also I remember seeing Foxy Brown wearing like a chinchilla mm. fur coat with Air Force Ones. And I was like, that needs to be me one day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like that's my, yeah. I mean, I think people, the fashion industry still hasn't given Kim her just due. Yeah. Um, and I think rap as a whole, they should be thankful because I, she definitely was one of the first connectors with 
luxury yeah. and hip hop. And I think a lot of times people give that <laughs> distinction to Kanye, but no, it was Kim. Oh, that's ridiculous. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, speaking, yeah, what, and Kanye, I don't know what's, um, well, he's been barefoot. He seems happy with he his He seems new with wife. Bianca. Yeah. She's hot. She's I mean, I, hot. She's, she, she's beautiful. She is beautiful. And she also, she just doesn't look plastic. No, I know. I love it. It's she so refreshing. She doesn't look plastic, which is like, so she also seems like she's very sweet. She seems cool. She's wearing her like she's wearing stockings. Yeah, like she's wearing hosiery. Exactly. They're barefoot in Italy. I'm not sure what's going on with the barefoot thing. I feel like there has to be a deeper meaning though. I think like he's trying to make a statement. I think it's I think it's like maybe what if it's like a health thing? Like if I mm. if I walk on this dirty floor, I'm gonna be so my my immune system is gonna be so strong. You think that's what it is? I don't know. I think it has to do with like Adidas, Nike. Oh, of course. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he. <laughs> Like his immune system. Um, I think it has to do with yeah, him trying oh, of to course. rebel. I don't know. Make a statement that like nobody owns me. Yeah. No footwear brand owns me. And hopefully he starts his own footwear brand. Yeah. And look, you know, I mean, of course, like as a as a Jew oh, yes, and as yes. like a, a Jew, you know, I mean, yes. I'm a convert, but as a Jew, mm -hmm. um, it was like very upsetting, yeah. obviously. But also as someone who like, I haven't. I mean obviously like having mental health issues mm -hmm. is like never a reason to like be racist or mm -hmm. anti-semitic or blah blah, blah. Mm -hmm. i have to like i obviously like say that right mm -hmm. away or people are gonna be like meh yeah but um i can't like write off all the things he's done like in yeah. terms of like for music and fashion mm -hmm. and like culture because he's like i think i don't even i i personally think that this is part of like a mental health crisis for and sure. like people that suffer from different mental health issues can have like persecutory mm -hmm. kind of like delusions where they think like a mm. specific kind of people or person are after them. And like, hopefully he gets better and is like, okay, like my Jewish doctor wasn't trying to kill me and my yeah. Jewish lawyer wasn't trying to yes. fuck me out of money, you know? Um, because Kanye, you know, and oh my God, the the documentary, the Kanye documentary. Oh yeah, genius. Ooh, wow. What a, wow. An emotional roller coaster. Uh, so when you watch that, you're like, I'm watching this. Imagine being in the thick of it as him. Yeah. Like, there. did you see there's this new Kanye Kim divorce special? I didn't watch it, but I saw it. It's like on Hulu or something. It's on I Max. Think. Oh, on Max. Max. Right. Max. That's right. Max. I watched the Kanye side. Um, it was pretty well done, but mm -hmm. it basically talked about, I mean, it said what we all know, which is like the death of his mom. Oh, kind yeah. Kind of that like. was like a. Yeah. Pushed him also to be with Kim and mm -hmm. think that the Kardashians were kind of like this protection and armor and family. And like a bunch of matriarchs, yes. right? And he was like missing a matriarch mm -hmm. from his life. Mm -hmm. And it seems like when his mom passed, he didn't have a partner at that time. Like he mm -hmm. didn't have a girlfriend. Um, so, But remember he had Alexis. But was she around when the mom Yes, she, she was. was. Yes, okay. because I had a friend who was at a dinner. Can I just say Alexis is so gorgeous. She is. I love looking at old pictures of Kanye and Alexis, but even now she's absolutely stunning. I love looking at old pictures of Kanye and Amber. Rose. Yes, they okay. were. That was iconic. Oh yes, my god, that was, was when iconic. she was wearing the orange thong. Yes. Like it was like a little floss. Like Her body. Like, oh, oh my, my god! Wow. Yeah. Hot. Very hot. So Very hot. hot. That was such a moment. It really um, was. He's given us so much. Yes. You know, he really has. Are you a Julia Fox fan? Oh yeah, I've known Julia for oh, a long time. Yeah, y'all yeah, are like yeah, yeah. downtown friends. Yeah. She's grown on me. Oh, good. She has. Yeah, how I, can she not? I mean, she's yeah. also so entertaining and she everything is. that comes out of her, her mouth sounds so smart and yeah. it's like makes sense. And even when things even when it sounds kooky, it's still like smart and entertaining. You know what I mean? She's also real. She um, is real. Which I think is just like refreshing a mist. Which you start to see why Kanye was probably initially attracted to her. Oh, of um, course. Just like unvarnished, very opposite of Kim. Yeah. Doesn't care about what the public thinks. No. It's the opposite. Exactly. She She's just like, fuck. I'm here. This is who I am. Um, I would, of course, love to know the real, like, I want to know, like, who, like, how the connection happened. Like, I want to know everything. I and I don't like know. She, she, she might have talked about it. And I just, I'm not yeah, sure. I can't but. recall. I feel like she did talk about it but that was a moment too yeah we were going crazy on i just remember on social and instagram just eating up pictures of them because where they go to that restaurant they had a shoot what, what, 
when they first got together. Um, well, they did the shoot for like interview yes. magazine. He had all the Balenciaga yes. stuff. Yes. <laughs> but my favorite like Julia Fox moment was definitely when she went. I don't know what event it was, but she was wearing the dress with oh, the yeah, yeah, hand yeah. around her neck. Yeah. Her eyes were bloodshot red. Yeah. And she was talking about her book, which is coming out, I think, in October. Oh, she has a book coming out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She but was, like showing up to an event with bloodshot eyes, I was almost like, did you put <laughs> stuff in your eyes to make them red just to fuck with everyone? Or did you really smoke a blunt before yeah, you came here? Because yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure which one it is, but they're both like really smart. Yeah. I, I, she's grown on me. She's entertaining. She's refreshing. Um, yeah. Because look at the people that we like have that are like JLo. <laughs> there you go. So everybody now <laughs> knows me as the girl that doesn't. Or critiques J-Lo, I'll say that. Yeah. Well, you're – okay. And everyone that's listening or watching, go follow Aria on Instagram. <laughs> what is it? Your IG? It's my first name, Aria Hughes. Okay. And your Instagram stories are the best because you keep it fucking real. <laughs> also, and we will get into the J-Lo Beyon- – and you're and you're a Beyonce lawyer. I'm a Beyonce fan. Like, for, like no matter what. I, I mean, I – I can understand why anyone. I mean, everybody's Some, up for critique. I know, but Beyonce isn't. It seems like yes. to me. To me, I don't know her personally, but I'm just like, what problem could you have with her? Right. Well, I think that's the problem. It's like where oh, there yeah. are no problems. Like, yeah. where is the yeah. imperfection? And that pisses people off. Right. And also, the she's very controlling of her image. She is. Extremely. But maybe is. on like the flip side, it's like, she, I don't blame her because it's like she wants to have ownership of herself. Yes. And right? I think sometimes people, and I I realized this for the first time with the Grammys and she didn't win album of the year. Mm. And I was looking at like the black women who have won it. And mm-hmm. it was like Whitney Houston, mm. Natalie Cole, Lauren Hill. And like, these were tortured women. And mm. I hope Lauren Hill's doing better. Me too. Um, and I know she just performed at the Yankee show, but she's a genius. Um, she but really clearly is. the music industry, like, did a number on her. Um, same with Whitney, same mm-hmm. with Natalie Cole. So when I think about Beyonce in the context of like other black women performers yes. who like were at the mercy of this industry that mm-hmm. pretty much gave them their ass to kiss. Yeah. Um, I'm like, do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you need to do. Exactly. <laughs> whatever. And to go back to the Jay-Z being number one oh, and yes. then Nas being He was like number three. Third. Yeah. Right. The thing is, and yes, I prefer listening to Nas over mm. Jay-Z, but what Jay-Z has done, and I'm not, listen, I'm not, I don't love, like, the Basquiat, like, <laughs> obsession. I'm not going to lie. Like, I like Jay-Z in, like, a new era hat. <laughs> like, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Like, we all love that Jay-Z. Yeah, we love that Jay-Z. Yes, we love that Jay-Z. But what he's been able to like do with his music yes. career and turn it into now he owns a Basquiat, right, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. and is doing the Tiffany's ads and, you know, and is married to Beyonce. Yes. It's kind of like, well, you need, like, that's why he's number one. Yeah. I mean, he's just, I'm a Jay-Z fan too. Yeah. Um, and just like, just what he's accomplished is kind of he probably crazy. has many more albums than, than Nas too. No, a lot more recent ones. Yeah. For sure. And more like, impactful ones yeah. I think yeah, but that's, that's just true. me I'm a, I'm a Jay-Z fan I love Nas too Nas is amazing yeah. but um Nas is the underdog though yes Nas is the underdog and yes people like the underdog sometimes for sure right? and he's I mean he's brilliant as well but yeah I just I just think what and Jay-Z's accomplished and he's Beyonce yes husband. yes that is also <laughs> and also just I don't know the inner workings of their situation but I know it takes a strong man to be with someone like Beyonce. Mm, interesting. Um, because she's adored by so many people. Right. And I think if you had like a frail ego, I don't know if you'd be able to handle that. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. Like even no matter how much, like Nas could never probably deal with it. No. No. He couldn't. I don't think so. <laughs> well, you're laughing over there, honey. Nas couldn't deal with Beyonce. No, Nas wouldn't be able to handle having a Beyonce wife. No. He couldn't handle Khalees. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. It's true. Yes, and no, it's true. by the way, when he did the album where he's holding her oh, wedding yeah, dress, yeah, yeah. no, I like cried at the one one of the songs about their breakup. Yeah. I can't remember which song yeah. it was, but I was like, oh, and it's, it's like, bye, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bye, baby. Yes. Oh. And also, like, but like, 
his relationship with Amy Winehouse. So like, what was that? I don't know. Didn't but she like, just like him? She, yeah, they were, they had a thing and she talks about it in one of her songs. Well, she loved good music. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip yeah. Amy Winehouse. What a talent. <sighs> Gone too soon. I know. But I see things like that. And granted, it's just like, there's so many artists and celebrities who are tortured, um, who are like, yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking about, um, I actually keeps popping up on my algorithm, but it's like Whitney and Bobby's mm. show on a network. We all know. Yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. when I, when I think in hindsight, I mean, even watching it, I guess that was like in early 2000s or yeah. something when it came out and I was like glued to yeah. it. I mean, who was Everyone it? was. They're high on coke. Yeah. I mean, they're getting wasted. Yeah. They're, you're like, it's like you're there with them and they're like acting as if there's no cameras around. Right. Like they are legit acting like there's no cameras around and it's wild. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my God, we were watching two people in the throes of their addiction killing themselves slowly. Mm-hmm. Their child probably who's now also died of a, mm-hmm. you know, drug addiction. Um, which, you know, they're calling it substance use disorder now which i don't care about calling it you know i'm an addict i'm an alcoholic whatever Mm -hmm. but i don't care but i guess to try to break the stigma of Mm -hmm. like you know it's like alcohol use disorder Mm -hmm. and substance use disorder but anyway regardless um you know we're watching a family like implode and and obviously she was in so much pain and so was he and so is the daughter and so is the whole family you know and we're just watching it and people are posting it on instagram still clips like oh my god look how funny they were they are high on cocaine yeah. right now and yeah. going to die. Like, this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I look at things like that because I'm like, what even drove them to do that show? But it's like... Because she wanted to give him, like how you were saying about the ego oh. thing. I think because it was called being Bobby Brown. Oh, that's right. And she was very much so. She yeah. wanted him to feel like the man. And she was the adored one. And right. she was the super famous more obviously iconic one obviously yeah. he's an icon in his own way but she's Whitney fucking Houston yeah 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 so how do you marry Whitney fucking Houston right and not be Mr. Whitney Houston and so she wanted to give him I think this show you know got it but even yeah though we're watching it for her it's everything's up for everyone's consumption nobody really cares how you're doing a lot of the times like when I'm talking about like the celebrity viewer mm. dynamic and yep. so that's why I want to hear from Beyonce more. I want to I want to have a conversation with her. But like right. I wanted to talk about her work, but I'm also understanding like she can give us what she wants. Like these people will take 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 take. She should be able to give whatever she wants. Not yeah. everything is up for consumption. But I want to ask your opinion about Britney cuz mm, I know you're a big Britney I am. fan. Yeah. And I'm a big Britney fan too. I love her, but like what's what do you think is going on? Yeah. So I think that's, I'm glad that you brought this up. Um, I, I mean, I think that she's has, she's dealing with serious, you know, mental health mm-hmm. issues. And I still think that having a conservatorship is an overreach mm-hmm. of someone's like dignity. Mm-hmm. And like, if she, wants to not take her medication or if she wants to blow her money or if she wants to do whatever she should be able to. Yeah. And I don't think it's anyone's like, I don't think it's anybody's right to, to be able to control someone like that. Even if you think it's for their best, Mm -hmm. you know, and it seemed like the conservatorship was an overreach and, and totally not just whatsoever, but I don't think that, like, I think the free Britney Spears movement was important. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's ever going to truly be free. Yeah. Um, because she's dealing. But, may, but maybe I'm wrong. And she's just, like, being herself and this dancing constantly. This isn't the same constantly. Britney, though. It's this not, is not the same Britney. It's not. But There's... did we, like, what, you know, I'm not the same as I was. Do you know what I mean? Like I we're know. we're always changing. But something seems vacant in the something eyes. Something is definitely something off, yeah. seems vacant. I know. In I the keep eyes. trying to like, um, and it's just like, I think she was really like. I also think this about Kanye too. Like, people the like sensitive. Like, not every single soul mm-hmm. can deal. Yes, with the level of fame mm-hmm. and the level of like 
success and mm-hmm. and wealth. Yeah. And all of the devil shit that like comes with having that. Mm-hmm. Like not everyone is a Kardashian. Right. And like just can be as famous as mm-hmm. and just the most famous person and like loves it and yeah. handles it great <laughs> and like God, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like it's not for everyone. And I yeah. feel like it had very negative impacts on on Kanye and on Britney Spears too. And it's really crazy because these are people who, you you know, obviously have the access to the best mental health mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Anything they want. Yeah. And it it's not enough. Yeah. It's sad. It's, it's horrible. It's really and sad. I really hope that like, she's like, okay. I hope that, I mean, I hope that she's, you know, I did someone who is close with her told me that, she's like the most sane crazy person like she's just like kind of doing her own thing but I don't know if I believe that like Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like uh you know and I hate to use the word crazy but like Mm -hmm. I'm putting that in air quotes um it's like who who knows I feel like she's also kind of like probably sick of the like maybe maybe Beyonce would have fallen apart too if she didn't wasn't able to protect herself exactly. so much, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And maybe there was nobody protecting Britney. That's or, you what know? it seems like. I feel like that's what it seems like. It feels like there's a lot of people on the payroll. Yep. And they kind of cared about her as a commodity, but they didn't care about her health and her mental health. Yeah, I mean, the, this is what it, all you need to know is like if you're if she has a conservatorship, she's not well enough, right? To drive she's not well enough to take out money and like buy something that she wants to buy how is she like have a vegas residency and is well enough to be performing like you know that's such a good point every day for six months or whatever the most taxing Mm -hmm. grueling like what yeah that's a great point and i saw her in vegas a few times and one of the times she was definitely very heavily medicated Mm -hmm. and you could tell you know and then like the other time she wasn't as as medicated it's a really sad. It's her story's not over yet. I hope the story mm-hmm. has a happy ending. I do too. <laughs> you know, I really do. I do too. But that that documentary that came out, the first one, like there was two of them, right? Yeah. And it really showed how abused she was by Diane Sawyer. Mm. And oh my gosh. Oh my god. And we looked at it like it was nothing. I know. Back then, I mean, I I was young, but you, Same. you looked at it like it this was is normal. nothing. Like it was normal. Yeah, it's. The questions they would ask her. Oh, my God. I know. Carson Daly. Well, anyways, I just. I know. And when she had her kids and like she was just being followed by the paparazzi. What's his name? Matt. Yes. Matt Matt Lauer. Sexual predator. Exactly. That's the the one one where she was. Yeah. She was like chewing gum. I think so. Like she just looked exasperated. She was just like. I know it's like someone stop. Don't let her even get interviewed. Like let yeah, her. Yeah, why just is be, she being interviewed? Yeah, like keep her private. Yeah, it did feel like there was just no true protection for her, um, which is terrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh, Brittany, we love you. I know sometimes I have to judge, like, because some of her videos I won't like because mm. I feel weird liking them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like an I don't support you. It's like I don't know if this is you being exactly. healthy or in a good place. I don't want to. And then I see people I know that liked it or left a comment, and I'm like, mm, yeah. I'm judging you a little now. Yeah, because I think we we like we scroll, scroll, scroll. We don't even think of the implications of what we're looking at. We're just like, oh, that. I mean, right. we're just like, oh, Britney's dancing, uh, right? Like, because now the rapper replies. I someone sent know, it to me. I know it's just like you're just like, but you you're not thinking, and I don't. But is he liking it? But is he, I know he's like, there's a video of him watching Britney. Yeah. And he's like laughing hysterically. He's like, I I think he he enjoys it. I think he's He's entertained by it. I think he's, I mean, she looks, I mean. She she, does. She's in really great shape. She's in great shape. She knows how to work the pole. Yeah. I mean, she she really does. Like, she's (laughs) like really, like looks great. Doesn't look like a ridiculous person doing it. So maybe he's supporting her. Yeah. (laughs) I hope so. I mean, I think, yeah. But, but it's hard, but it is true. We're so desensitized. I mean, I would personally like to deactivate my Instagram for a while. Or do you think I, I'm I, thinking of doing it? Deactivate. Like I could never do it. I'm de. I want to deactivate it so no one can leave a fucking comp. My pictures will be gone. Maybe I'll put it back up at yeah. some point. But I'm just like so over people 
having so much access to yeah. leave any kind it's of true. fucking bullshit they want. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. And of course it's nice when people are like, love the podcast or whatever, but like there are so, and it's obviously gotten better cause I'm like not mm-hmm. on TV anymore, but it just brings out the worst in people. It does. I mean, like the things I've read about myself, I'm like, no one should be like, like subjected to this. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I thankfully have never dealt with that but even but on a even, small but, level right like, and you having to deal with these me. lists or something yeah, and people like, like criti- criticizing it like, right why was ice spice on it and not joey badass <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> i don't know you sir so please do not dm me about this like it's, it's wild but even, it's just like people it's i like to imagine that i'm a kind person um and i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and i don't want to be rude like i talk a lot of shit on my ig stories but at the end of the day i never want to hurt anybody yeah but like leave me alone i don't know you and like the thing people just want so much access and it's just like it gets overwhelming at times and i'm like i don't know you yeah I barely have time for the close people that are in my life. Why do you think strangers. I have time for you? Exactly. But, and look, yeah. and, I, and I also think there's a difference between like people having a conversation about, yes. you know, a, a celebrity or a song. Yes, and or I love re- interacting with. Or a reality yes, show yes. or whatever. But then, then just to like go online and like troll people and like say terrible things and you're like hiding behind. Yeah. Like you're anonymous. Like that's not like it's just I'm not. I'm not really with all that. Yeah. But now let's talk shit about J-Lo. Oh. <laughs> because we're having a that. conversation about it. I haven't it. done that in a while. Um, you know, I just. So, but do you think that she's kind of, do you think there's um a little, there's jealousy with her and Beyonce or what? Cause it, oh, no. yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, who, who isn't jealous of Beyonce? Absolutely. Right? And I've. You know what, to be honest, I think the main reason why I would post things about her, she's been kind of quiet lately. She has been quiet lately. She, there, but saw, there was a time where she wasn't. Yes. <laughs> and I saw a video of her, though. She was getting upset at the paparazzi for following her. Oh, and on. I said, something must be amiss. Hmm. Yeah, because normally she's like very... She's fine with it. She right. loves it. Yeah. Um, But the main reason, look, I respect what she's built. I respect the career Same. she's built, et cetera, because yep. I know it wasn't easy. Or excuse me, it wasn't hard. Or it wasn't no, easy. It wasn't excuse easy. me, sorry. Yeah. No, it wasn't hard at all. <laughs> We're all doing it. <laughs> but um, I think that like I always say I just think she's a cabaret act. Mm. And she is a decent performer. Correct. And she she's very attractive and she's yeah. very appealing to many people. Um, but I always want a level set. Like, mm. she's not a brilliant artist or performer, no matter how much she tries to align herself with that. She's a brilliant hustler. Exactly. She's a great she hustler. She fucking works. She's a, she yes. She fucking works hard. Exactly. Um, but, and then I also think she's an actress, but she tries to, and she's actually pretty good at it. Yeah. But she like depicts relatability mm. and like, I'm Jenny from the block. Um, but I think she's phony. Mm. What about her documentary? Did you watch it? I didn't it? watch it. But even that, okay, that was, I did. That was homecoming. The promo for it was Beyonce's homecoming light. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> and um, yeah, she just, to me, she doesn't have an original idea in her head. Mm, okay. And I think everything that she does like. is, yeah. Well, it was really interesting because in the documentary, yeah, tell me which about I it. watched and it, it was it was entertaining and I was but she sees herself as the underdog. Oh and I'm like, God. what the fuck? This is crazy. How are you the underdog? But it's still it just psychologically says a lot about how she's still feeling like she's not enough and she's not enough. And that is like, oh, you know, like anyone and I it's like any woman, like no matter like you could be J-Lo. Like mm-hmm. you could be JLo and have the world worshiping you and have fucking be worth a ha- billion dollars, however yeah. much, and like be able to have access to whatever you want and still not feel like enough. That is the root of everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the root of everything. And even when I was like, there was a video once of her with Alex Rodriguez. And I never were, liked that. I never liked him. It was her. weird from the jump. But they were in the car driving and like the window was down and she's like playing music and taping it. And she's like, ah. Window down. I'm in, you know, I'm in the car with my partner I love. But she's like basically vying for his attention. She's like, babe, 
babe. Wow. And it's just like in that moment, and I feel like I've sensed this for a while. She's talked about it. She's talked about having like a, a low self-esteem at one point. Interesting. Um, I love hearing about that. Yeah. Because I, I like hearing about low self I have low, I, I mean, I have low, I think you I have, have low self-esteem. I think so. You think so? I do. Yeah. I really think I do. I don't sense that. I know, but that's the weird thing. And it's like, I wish people, well, it's also, it's also taboo to admit it because it's like supposed yeah. to be like, you're supposed to be like, I'm confident. Yes. I'm, a, I'm an independent woman and yeah. I'm, I have like high self-esteem, but it's like, like, okay, some days I have high self-esteem, but like a lot of but days. But you like, elevate this shit, Leah. Oh my God, bitch. I elevate this shit. But it's like, but that's a, pers- <laughs> that's a persona. You know what okay. I mean? Like that's a persona. Like there's also, we have different, like, like. We're like, you know, we have different facets of yes, like who we are, sure, right? For sure. So there's like a part of me that has low self-esteem. There's part of me that's like, bitch, I elevate this yes. shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm all those things, yes, right? For sure. And yeah. You know, and so I I think I wish that people would be more like honest about like having low self-esteem mm. sometimes because it's fucking like relatable. And I feel like it's it's more common than we think. For sure. Right. And like it's something that it's like really hard. People don't want to admit it because also, especially as women, yeah. we're supposed to be, and like, just like Nicki Minaj yeah. was saying, like, I have to be sexy. I have to be nice. I have to do this. I have mm-hmm. to do that. And I'm like writing my memoir right now. I'm writing my second book. Oh and I'm, God. and you know, I was thinking about how like, you know, I have to have like a low BMI, but my fucking ass still needs to be big or tight mm. somehow. And I have to be like a, a mother and a selfless mother, but also mm-hmm. I need to be like independent, like business owner mm-hmm. and like successful in that way. It's like, holy shit, this is, I- I'm tired too. I'm exhausted. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I bring me back to like the 1960s. I can just be a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's no, hilarious! But honestly, when I was younger, I wanted to be a, an actual housewife. Well, yeah, not you a said housewife. you wanted to be married to the mob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanted, and I really thought I was going to be married to the Rob. Yes, and that yes. he was going to be taking care of me. Right. You know, right, like right. I thought I was like gonna getting a do- dating some big shot. I yeah. mean, he was kind of a big shot back yes. then, by the way. But you know, I was. I told Kira the other day. I'm like, you know, Dad, like was you know he's a lot older than me, and he used to buy me like Chloe pants, mm. and like you know, I was like a little sugar baby back then, <laughs> really, and it was great. And then I was like now I'm paying for everything five years later, you know, no shade, Rob. Love you. Rob's um, an icon. Rob is. Rob is. Rob is like legend status forever. But like, I definitely didn't want to be like working so hard. Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, just didn't. I mean, I, and here I am. Yeah. What about you? You wanted to be a journalist. I did. You know, I've always just felt like I've had to have my own. Mm. Um, well, of course, and I tell my daughter this, yeah. you know, because she's like, I spoil her, you know, yeah. and she's got like, you know, she's got quite a taste level. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, you need, she's like, how am I going to make money? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. You better think about it. Yeah. She's like, I'll just marry a rich guy. I'm like, that's a really hard job. It's also not, um, what's the word? Fulfilling? It's not a sure, surefire bet. It's not. Hello? I you mean, might have to sign a prenup. Yeah. He might leave you with nothing. He yeah. might go broke. We've seen it happen over, over and over, over and again. over again. And then also, it is a, that is a job in and of itself. Yeah. And if it was an easy job, I probably would have done it already. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, So, and also, yeah. she's just talking shit. I don't yes. think she's really, like, going to do that. God bless. I hope she does fall in love <laughs> and find a wonderful man for herself that's totally loaded and yeah. makes her life easy, whatever, you know, and is great to her and all those things. But, um... What did, yeah, you wanted to be a journalist. Yes, I always yeah. wanted to be a journalist. Um, but I will say, like, I am ready for a really great partner who just lightens the load for me. Mm. Not even financially, but right. just like. Right. just like emotionally, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, support. Like, lightens the load. And, um, yeah. Are you dating That anyone? would be nice. I am not dating. I'm bad at dating. I need to get better at it. I want. What do you mean you're bad at it? What does that mean? I don't invest any time and energy well, yeah, into you it. You have to do that. Yeah, but you must meet guys a lot. You're in. A I man's do world, meet a lot of, of guys. I will say people keep it very professional with me. Um, for the most part, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you need to like. You need to maybe make the first. I. That's so. It's like I'm just not a a shoot the shot type of girl. I also, you know what I don't do, which I probably, I don't ever, um, I'm like in and out. 
So I don't meander and drink mm. when people's inhibitions get lower. Yeah. And it gives them the chance to say something. Right. When they have liquid courage. Exactly. Or, and I hate to be presumptuous, like all these men want to speak to me, but like, yeah, I don't get it. I, I need to put myself in those situations more often. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't. I'm going to start, I actually was just talking about this with a friend. I'm definitely going to start to make, I was in a long relationship and then. When? Like on and off for years. Oh, I think I, I feel like I knew Yeah, we were, we, I haven't been in that relationship in like two years. We broke up. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, it takes a while to like, if you're on and off with someone for a very long time, it takes a couple years to really flush them out of your system, right? But they are flushed out of my system. They're flushed out completely. Flushed completely. So I am. Did you use a crystal egg to. um, No. (laughs) I should have. I should have. That's the next step. Should I put that up? Yeah, I should do that. But yeah, they're flush out of my system. Okay, I'm good. ready for newness. Would and you just, want a dating app, maybe? I'm on the dating apps, but the guys okay. are so fickle. It just like yeah. the conversations rarely lead to a date. Mm. It's just like guys playing. Are you on it's, Raya? I am on Raya. They're the worst on there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not allowed on it. So I'm oh, 86. Shit. I remember no, now. no, yeah, you know why. You know why. <laughs> I exactly. Know why. But you're not missing a lot. Like, well, I'm now me and my now I've broken up with my boyfriend three times. We're okay, so back. I know we're now we're boyfriend. Now we're back again. Because you were single for a while, right? Yeah, I didn't have sex for like almost two years. Yeah, I remember. And then, so now you have a boyfriend. How'd you meet him? Through friends. Okay. Yeah, that seems like a really great way to meet people. But it yeah. is. Through but friends. like, it just why do you keep breaking up with him? Because and I realized this at first. I was like, is this? And I talked about it with my therapist today. I'm like. Is it, is this, I was like, I want to be in something healthy. Is this toxic? You know, and she's like, there's a fine line between healthy and toxic Mm. because like when you're in a healthy relationship, you have to be vulnerable. You have to feel these feelings. You have to have these scary conversations. I was telling a friend this, yes. And like when I, and then I freak the fuck out Mm. and I'm like, I can't talk to you anymore. And I'm finding everything. I'm trying to find things wrong that he did. Like I'm looking Mm -hmm. like I'm, I can't, I don't trust. I'm like Mm. something is like, you know, I, I, I. This has been the most challenging relationship because I think, like, I'm fully, like, in it, you know, and I'm feeling everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm just – I don't know. I've been very vulnerable in a way that I haven't been before and or in a really long time. And it's making me – like, I was really insecure at first. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, insecure, not trusting, just all the things, you know? And it's, like – fucking uncomfortable yeah i was having a friend because i have a friend who's like in the early stages of talking with somebody and they're like i don't like feeling this way and i'm like Ugh. this is a part of it it is it's like this is a part of it it's like you're sharing your insecurities with someone you're being vulnerable yeah like it's just a part of it i saw you talking about and just like that with your last guest yes ryan but there was yeah a, there was a great moment on the last episode where Carrie was like, but what if I hurt you again? And Aiden mm. was like, you're going to hurt me again. We're going to hurt each other again. Right. Like, and that's just what relationships are. Now, obviously there's a, of course there's levels. Yes. Yeah. No, there's you don't levels want someone everything. cheating and beating right. you or whatever, being really emotionally <laughs> abusive. You know exactly. what I mean? But people are not, people are going to disappoint you. Yes. Right. Like consistently. Yeah. You can't like control. And the thing is, I also have realized that I've been like, I've had a lot of behaviors I'm not proud of, like trying to be controlling with him, Mm. like trying to kind of be like, your behavior needs to be like this, you know, or whatever. And it's like, I don't want someone telling me how to fucking act Mm. or like trying to control me. And I'm like, wait, how do I expect all this from him? But I'm not even right doing that on my own, like myself, you know, and he does like lighten the load. Yeah. Not financially, but, but, (laughs) but But it's just nice to have a teammate. No, it is like just mentally and emotionally and like someone I can just like tell all the shit to that's like going on. And like, you know, it's, it's really nice. And I, and that's honestly, it's so much more important for me to have someone that can lighten the load in that way than financially. And it's like, also, how could he really, even if he was like a millionaire, billionaire, like what would he be doing four or five months in? Like, it's not, what's he really going to be lightening the load for me financially? Probably yeah. not. Um, so I would way rather be with someone who, and we have a real connection, you know. So that, and that's that's yeah. really what it is for me, like connection, like. And I think I'm pretty. Um, 
I'm not a social butterfly. I'm an introvert. So like I get exhausted by, oh my God, I have yeah. a social bat, like my battery is only, I only have but so much capacity yep. for it. But like connection is kind of like what I um, seek. Yeah. Like just connecting and yeah, just connecting. And good There's, sex. Yeah, that too. Of course. Yes, of course. Yeah, we of need course. That. I mean, that's the whole point. That's Why a, are you going to be in a relationship? I mean, that, that's not the whole point. No, it is. But, <laughs> no, I'm uh, kidding. But, you know, I'm like, I don't drink. I don't do drugs anymore. Like, I need, like, some crazy good sex. Like, I need some fucking sessions, you know? And, like, we better be doing it. Well, first of all, we broke up. We didn't talk for, like, two weeks. I was okay. sick. Like, mm. I didn't, didn't eat. I lost, like, five pounds. Mm. I was, like, feeling, like, such shit. We made up, and then the first time we saw each other, we had sex literally for two and a half hours straight. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Do you I, break oh, up just to do that? No. Okay, I was thinking about that too. Like we're going on our third first date again. This yeah. is so romantic, but no, because honestly, when we had like a stretch of like not breaking up and like not fighting, it was still great, and yeah, it was still yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know. But it, yeah, that like the reunion is always. I mean, the, the person I was pretty. with on and off. Oh yeah, you did an there's, on and off thing. There's like something that happens with the reunion. That is like really exhilarating. So and people get connected, addicted to it. I know. I hope. Um, I really hope that's not happening because I don't. It's I, probably not. I hope. Not. I feel like you probably get scared and run away, and then. I feel like, but why would you keep going on and off? Why would you go off? Because, um, I'm dumb. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're so not. I feel like, um, when you love somebody, for one, we uh, young you know, mm. young and also just not understanding that even if you love someone and have amazing chemistry with yeah. them, it, it's not the right match all the time. Right. Like, so I feel like we were always trying to fit things together that didn't make didn't. sense together. Right. Um, but we just loved each other so much Aww. that we were always trying to make it work. That must've been really hard to finally like fully end. Cause it's hard, like loving someone and saying goodbye still. That's like, pretty painful. Yeah, it was it needed to happen though. You wrote it, it till the wheels came it, it off. Needed it needed to happen. Like yeah, it. I think we were both like really dedicated to it, but we were exhausted. Do you have any contact with him? No. Not at all. Wow. I wish him well though. I hope he's doing well. I have no ill will towards him. Um but yes, definitely like Will you show me a picture of him after the podcast? I'm dying to see. What I don't he even looks know like. if I have one to be honest. I'll I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> I'll look. I mean, it feels like to be honest because the two years, it feels like a whole lifetime ago. Mm. But um, I'll show you a picture. But yeah, I wish him well. I wish him the best. That's a good place to be. For sure. Yeah. I I like. I we hate were... all my exes. Oh, you do? <laughs> I've been feeling a little better about them lately because yeah. I've been writing and I've been just, you know, know I'm in therapy super... twice a week and yeah. whatever. I'm like, all the hate I have towards these men, it's like it's only hurting me. Yes. You know what I mean? That's and I really was, what it comes down it, to. It really, yeah. And I, and also, I was not a walk in the park, okay, yeah. as my mother likes to say. <laughs> it's like, you know, I wasn't like, I mean, you know, I was not, I played a role. Yes. I we played all a part. Play a we, role. All, we all do. We all right? play a role. We all play a role. Yeah. So, wish him well. But yes, I'm ready for newness. Ready to well, put let's more hope that this manifests yes, for you. I, I'm, I'm open to inquiries. We're Just okay. Act like you have some sense. At Aria Hughes, act she's like on you Instagram. Have some sense. If but anyone yeah. has an amazing brother or friend, yes. dad. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, but isn't it crazy? How, I posted a clip today of my interview with Ryan, and we were talking about Sex and the City. People are so intense about sex in the city about and just like that, I should call it. Yes. Because they're like just so up in arms. That, and I'm just like, I'm I'm watching it. I'm entertained. I could people people are like acting like it needs to be the like reality. This show is never reality, right? Carrie Bradshaw could never afford yes. Manolo Blahniks yeah. and fucking Dior saddlebags mm -hmm. and writing a fucking column for the New York <laughs> Post. Okay, we all know yeah. this. Yeah. It's not reality. It's like based in reality, but it's not fully reality. And it's like entertainment. And I get the annoying. Yes, some parts of this show are really cringy, but also maybe they just grew into cringy older women. That's a good way to put it. That's how I feel. But aren't you annoyed? Okay. As like a Pat Fields stan, yes. aren't you annoyed with the costume and well, wardrobe and styling? Yeah. Well, she's, well, Pat isn't she's doing gone. it. Yeah. Pat's not doing it. And I it. feel like it's, it's, it makes me sad. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is who you grew into. Exactly. Be. I know. I'm like, why is she? What is going on? Yeah. No, totally. It's just like it's it. 
I get I really frustrated. Yeah, well, about I mean, it. I, I just, I'm like, is, yeah. And I understand like they're so rich and they're so whatever, but that's what everyone wants to fucking see anyway. You know, like, I don't know. Like Charlotte is she's, wearing. It's just, co- it's, it feels too costume. She's wearing like Oscar de la Renta gowns all the time. <laughs> like think about, I just don't, I do the math and I'm like, you wouldn't be able to afford that. Yeah. Cause your husband's a lawyer. I'm sorry. He's maxed out at like, how much is the richest lawyer making? You're not wearing Oscar <laughs> unless you're doing shady shit. Yes. But I don't even care about that. They can wear designer all day, but can it please feel rooted to who the character was mm-hmm. on Sex in the City? Can it please feel elevated? Can it please feel cool? Can it please feel not like... But they're not cool. But Carrie's not cool? I personally never thought Carrie was cool, and I knew... She, she married a finance guy and wanted to live on the Upper East Side in a classic six or classic five or whatever. Like, she's not that cool. Like, Carrie was not that cool. And... I'm sorry, but Aiden, I'm just like, ugh, like them back together. I'm just like, can she meet a new guy? Can she meet a new guy? First of all, we know she never would have married Big because Big is the guy that you never marry because he's never, he left her at the fucking (laughs) altar. It's like, how do you go back to him? But it's just a show. So we need to just enjoy it. And I have to say that I love Che. Okay. I love Che Diaz. Everyone is like obsessed with hating them. Why do I love them? Oh my God, I have to make sure I say them. Um, Yes. Because I think that they're a good, they're an interesting character and I'm kind of invested in their storyline. Okay. I think I, listen, and is there like a lot of like wokeness and like this and that? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, that was like a complaint too. But it's like, that's because they're like liberal, like rich women living in New York City. And that is a real thing. That's true. That's true. Yes. Like. that's true. Um, I would be fine if I never saw Che again. So, but um, I mean, Che is the most interesting thing about Miranda now. I, <laughs> people are very invested in it. It's like we can't help it. Are you watching any other good shows? Even though we don't like and just like that, but um, not really. Oh, I have one. What? Lioness. Okay, do I need to watch? Uh, that? watch fucking Lioness. What is it? It's on. Paramount. Okay. Fucking Nicole Kidman. Zoe mm. Saldana. Is that how you say her last name? Mm-hmm. Um, some other bad bitches. I don't know their name. <laughs> and it's like CIA, Marines, Army, Afghanistan, fucking terrorists, this, that. Blah. It's fucking so good. It's it's incredible. Lioness. I'm that's like my new um yellow jackets. You know, Nicole Kidman is such a good actress. She's incredible. Her face doesn't even move, and she's still a great actress. <laughs> what was the series, the HBO series? Nine Perfect Strangers or Nine Strange? Oh, the, the Undoing. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, no, about the when she's the Russian. No, no, no. Oh. The one where she was with Lenny Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, Big Little Lies. Yes. So good. She killed that she fucking, role. Oh, my God. She killed my it. And his, God. And he had that big dick yeah. like was it a prosthetic <laughs> alexander skarsgård oh yeah he and he's like a great they're, actor. they're crazy like sex that was like abusive yeah, but yeah, hot yeah. and you're like what's happening like is this but he beats her up but then like they have amazing crazy sex yeah. and it's like it was interesting she's amazing on that they're yeah. all good on that well watch lioness you're gonna really okay. love it i feel like we're running out of ta- time but i don't know what time is it perfect so we're right on time <laughs> Thank you, Leah. I feel like I have 20 questions I could ask you. But, well, okay. you, can, you know you can ask me. Any, I'll always you know, ask you. You can just hit me But up even about your me. line, like, are you done with fashion? You know, I think for now I am. Okay. Um, I just, I have a lot of, like, creative projects mm-hmm. that are, like, writing projects mm-hmm. that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, you know, I'm still keeping the mob website up and there's stuff you can buy on the website and it's still there and it's still going. But like in terms of like new, I don't have, it's not my you passion anymore. It's yeah. not my like, I'm reading a book and it's like about Dharma and like vo- your mm. vocation and your sacred duty and like mm-hmm. feeling that purpose. And it's like, that isn't driving me anymore mm. to like wake up in the morning. And it hasn't been for a really long time, but I'm so grateful. You know, I was talking to Rob, this will like, you'll understand. Cause I'm, you know, I'm selling some inventory and I'm doing this and that. He goes, what happens when all the inventory is gone? I'm like, I don't know, Rob, you know, like probably nothing. Like he's like, that's it. I'm like for now. And he's like, 
well, we had a good run, Leah. And I'm like, <laughs> we did. You know, he's like, our brand might not have come to fruition. I go, wait, what? Come to fruition? First of all, we like helped like pave mm -hmm. the, we helped, we we For like sure. are a part of this culture. We're yes. part of this history and like Rob yeah. way more than me. But like, you know, I'm like, just because we didn't sell our brands for like a hundred million dollars, like to me, it doesn't mean anything. Like right. I had amazing experiences. Like I got to work with like Nike. I got to work with mm -hmm. Barbie. I mean, I did a Barbie mm -hmm. t-shirt back for their 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. I got to like work at Colette and travel to Paris and travel to meet all these people I never would have met. And like, that's so much better to me than like selling the brand for, yeah, of course, $60 million would be really nice. Mm -hmm. But like, I had a great 20 years of my life dedicated to that brand yeah. and it gave me so much that like I'm sorry like a paid the money never could yeah experiences and friends and mm -hmm. like just to be part of something that was like impactful I feel so honored and I feel so grateful that I got to do it and maybe it's not over yet you're a pioneer Leah oh thank you, you are Leah. and um and I think like you mean a lot to the streetwear industry Thank Even you. if I feel like it might not feel no, like I don't. It. Well, I also just don't know. Like, I don't know if the younger generation like know. I actually met a girl recently. She's 30. She's starting like a streetwear brand and she, she like belongs to like a startup company mm -hmm. that helps streetwear people. And they said, you need to meet Leah McSweeney. And I was yeah. like flattered that they like knew who I was and told her to meet me, you know, and I'm trying to talk to younger women mm -hmm. and like kind of like be helpful to them mm -hmm. in whatever way I can, even though the landscape is so different than when I started, what I did wouldn't work even work now. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause there's social media, there's just that like mm -hmm. Facebook ads and you know, all this stuff that like wasn't there yeah. when I was starting the brand. So yeah, I'm done with fashion for now. I'm really focused on writing. There's a play that I'm, that I want to do. There's a scripted series, a book. So I'm okay. really, I want to tell my stories and tell stories in a different way. Cause with mob, I was always telling a story. Yes. I was telling a story like with the campaigns yes. and with the campaigns were very thought out. And I was like, so like, you know, a perfectionist and like so meticulous about it. And I want to do it now with like writing, I think. Yeah. And you told a story that so many people gravitated towards and like saw themselves in yeah. when the industry was like bleak, you know, right. overseeing yourself. And so there's no reason why that can't translate into, and you're also a really good writer. Thank so there's you. no reason why that can't translate into other things. Thank That's you. exciting. I'm happy yeah. for and, you. But you, listen, when you wrote that story, um, uh, for complex. Oh yes. When I, when that I first, was, we were in the throes of the pandemic. Yeah. But the illustrations for that too. Yes. I mean, that was like, weren't they great? Oh, they were amazing. Yeah. I'm going to, we're going to put it, maybe the links in the, um, for Apple podcast. Yeah. I'm going to put the link to that because that was just like, like I was so happy. That was like the best right yeah. up. So thank you for that. Of honestly. course. Yeah. I've always been a Leah fan. I've been an Aria. I just fan, like so. people who are themselves. I try uh, unapologetic, <laughs> work hard, honest. Um, thank you. So thank you for having me. Thank you I for coming on. I hope you come visit again. I would love to. I yeah. could talk to you. You all need day. your own talk show, really. I mean, seriously, you know what I could really see you on when like the when the the show with Joan Rivers where she used to go oh. with everyone. Oh my <laughs> God, you would be dragging these bitches oh for filth with these outfits. Yes, you and Joan Rivers, you guys would have killed it. I miss like, Joan Rivers so much. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. She was like, but can you please start getting into that where you're your own, you know, repping your own thing? I mean, it's gonna I happen really, at some point. It will. But, okay, but good. I'm glad you're open to it. Point. I'm glad just, you're open to it. Because it feels like, because it's so, I became a journalist because I like being behind the scenes. I know it will happen at some point. But, but look, you're so comfortable talking. And oh, well, because I'm just yeah. trying to treat you like a conversation. But um, <laughs> it'll happen at some point, just not now. But we'll it will. see what happens. It will. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. <laughs> Follow the Liam McSweeney Show on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and um, email the Liam McSweeney Show at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, um, or critiques, I guess, even though I probably won't <laughs> respond to that. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank oh, yeah, you.